No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday, and this is our Christmas show. We have Dr. Electric still on here. So I want to go quickly because Trey was the winner of the $50 Olive Garden Longhorn or other things. Trey, thanks for holding through that switch of shows. We appreciate no you problem. listening. No problem. Thanks. And so they've got your information. So thank you again and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. All right. All right. So Joe, we've got tax, I'm sorry, an electrical question from Cherry. Cherry, why don't you go ahead and come on first? Hey, Cherry. Hi. You got a question for Dr. Electric? I do. A couple of quick ones if if we have time. No worries. You're good. Um, All right. So the first question is, my husband and I are in charge of basically the the maintenance type stuff at the uh, church building where we attend. And we have an exterior outlet, a exterior light, and then an interior light in a little airlock pipe room before you go into the fellowship hall that have suddenly stopped working. There's no breaker trips or anything obvious going on. So I was wondering if you might have any ideas as to what we might be looking at there. Well, if you don't see a breaker trip at all, sometimes you just reset them to be safe, but look for the closest thing working next to it. Sometimes it's like dot to dot. They wire you know, you might have three things not working, but one of the hallways right there might be working. The wire could have came off of it, what feeds. Okay. Like if you picture in your mind five plugs in a row and the wire goes from one to two to three to four to five, and number mm-hmm. the wire comes off at number two, one and two will work, but three, four, and five won't. So that's how we'll check. We'll, we'll pull out a couple things that are. Did we lose Joe? I, I think we breakers just <laughs> oh there he is there he, he's still talking even though we can't hear him sherry right <laughs> <laughs> okay well i think he's he basically trying to say to us sherry is that you need to figure out where the last one's working and then open up right. that one and find out if something might be disconnected inside the plug i'm guessing okay. i'm not an electrical okay. person and there, yeah, and there is a plug right inside the building you don't right hear there, me at all so yeah we can hear you but then you went out now we can hear you again because i'm in the ozarks <laughs> Okay, well, but, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Look for, the, look for the nearest thing working. Okay. okay. All right. And, and, and that can be I, inside, Joe, and outside, or just most likely wires run only I would inside? Probably, I, I would probably there's actually the nothing else outside right there. The next closest thing would be in an outlet that's just inside the door. Okay, so would, would yeah, it be possible, it Joe, be for the indoor outlet to be the same for the outside? Yeah, the same circuit. It, 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 it's okay. just a circuit. It's like... No problem. Right. Okay. All right. It, what about one of those little resetty things that we have in our houses? What are they called, Joe? You know, like the plug GFIs, and you have to push. Yeah, GFIs, but the church. GFI. Could that, that uh, could yeah, be a problem? Yeah, we don't right? have any GFIs in that oh, part of the building. Okay. So, Well, yeah. there you go, Sherry. That's the best we can help yeah. you with. <laughs> okay. And then the other hey. question, if you have time, is yeah. um, we've, recent, we've recently built a new garage, and we need to get power from the house to the to the garage. 
the issue that we're looking at is the garage is about 80 feet from the electric pole where the meter and everything is and the septic lines and all are in between like halfway in between where the the meter is and where the garage is so are we going to have to run those lines overhead or does it matter that the septic is there <laughs> how, how are we no. going to have to go about that Joe? no i mean you can you just got to be 18 inches deep normally the septic lines will be deeper than that but uh, you can you could take a trencher and trench it and you can actually if you put a gfi on it you can raise it up six inches to a foot if we had to so oh that's not bad yeah yeah, you, you can do it in concrete. There's other avenues, but yeah, you don't have to go overhead. You can still go underground. Septic lines are usually deeper than 18 inches. Well, it's actually, we've got the septic tank there, and it, it would be the line going to the tank. And so I'm not yeah. sure how deep that is. <laughs> oh, that's like 36, because well, we just put one in our house. I mean, a new tank or whatever, and that's down quite a ways. Okay. Right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. it, I would just hand dig where you think the line is yeah. and just see how deep it Smart. is before you dig the trencher. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks. That's great. Thank All you right. so much. Okay, guys, let's see if we can go ahead and give away a, let's do another $50 dinner and a movie. And while we're doing that, and you know what? We've got Chuck that's been holding the longest. So let's hit Chuck. And Chuck, you can win a card. You can go ahead and put Chuck on. Chuck, you can win a card if you can answer this question. Hopefully, I'm going to say it correctly. It's an electrical question. And it's like, if you open up a normal electrical, like a yellow wire that they use in our houses or the white ones, if you open it up, what color are, what two colors are usually inside that wire? I think I've said that right. Didn't I, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... If you know the this answer, Chuck, if nothing else, you might be Googling while you're asking the question. I know you have a question, but you've been holding for over 10 minutes. So I appreciate that <laughs> considering it's crazy. But if you know the answer, you can also win a gift card. I have no clue. Red and green. Red and green, Joe, oh, yeah. he says. That's red and green. No, yin and yang ain't red and green. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's your question, Chuck? Maybe we can find a way to give you a gift card. <laughs> Thank you. My wife receives income through as an in-home caregiver for our own two special needs children through the Michelle P. Waiver, which is right. a Medicare program. Correct. Right. And I have been told for two years running from my tax accountant, my tax professional, that it is not taxable. Hundred percent correct. Wow. Okay. That's what I get for doubting my tax professional. There you go. You, you need to give them a, a nice handshake because they are correct. Yes, that is completely tax-free. That is great to hear. And that was my only question. All right. Well, just so you know, Chuck, if anyone ever asks you what color wires are, I was going to go with white and black. Joe, is that closer? Yes. Okay. Yes, black and white. Because red and green Positive. is just too Christmassy. Well, well there you go. All right, Chuck. Thanks a lot for calling. Chuck just, uh, just lost a thousand dollar card. Exactly. You just missed out. All right. So meanwhile, let's hit Don. And I see that we have a winner here, but let's hit Don real quick. Hey, Don, what do you have for us? Yes, I have a collection of toys that I've collected for 20 odd years. And I'm starting okay. to sell them on eBay, but mm -hmm. I do not have receipts for what mm. I paid for them 20 years ago. Yep. So starting this year, I'm going to get it. I think a, you're going to get 1099 K. Okay. And yep. so since, 
So if I file and just guesstimate what I paid for those cars, most of them for the basically would cost a dollar. They're Hot Wheel yeah. cars. Right. So if I just guesstimate on all of them, am I? Is there a good chance that I'll be what do you call it? Investigated Audited. and then I, I would say honestly, you're you're less likely to do an estimate, and you can do a recreation if records aren't available. But I would definitely try to go back maybe and look and see if it was Google and stuff. What was a Hot Wheels or whatever priced back in 1989? I don't know. Just to get well, some sort of feel of what you might have been paying back then versus what you're selling for today. Because anything, and this is where a lot of people, sale of goods is a taxable transaction. They've put that out in their IRS notice that they've sent out back on December 6th for talking about the 1099K. So Don, your best bet would be to put yourself a little inventory together, try to come up to the best of your ability, the cost that you would have had or, or been given if it was gifted to you as a child or whatever, and then use that as your format compared to what you sell it for. And then the difference would be income to you or loss. Okay. For the most part, they cost, they, they cost 95 cents for 15, 20 years. Yeah. So that's, I'm assuming with inflation, there would have been some different costs. I mean, I can remember buying penny candy, and I'm pretty sure they don't have that any longer, and I'm in my 50s. No. <laughs> so I'm just saying you might want to just see, you know, there has been. So get something where you can have some vision, not just an educated guess in your head, but maybe something documented that would say what they were running for in the years that you think that you might have collected those. Okay. And you I might understand. know what year they're well, put together, I, just to give you some the, paper truth. But uh, hey, Don, what are, what are you selling one now for if they cost 95 cents? I, I used to know Hot Wheels. What's one go for now? Well, it, it, it all depends. I've, I've got, I usually, you know, not usually, but I get $10 every once in a while for a dollar car. That's $10. a heck of an investment. Uh, and uh, I, I've gotten upwards, I got $18 for two the other day. So, I mean, it just, you know, okay. you just have to look it up, look it up on, on eBay sold items and then price it accordingly. You know, list them, list them along that same line. So I don't have I'm that kind of time. I, I got some too. I just, <laughs> I just donated the goodwill and took the whole value of like 50 bucks a piece. Well, I, I just oh took, goodness. I just took, I just took 200 to the, to the toys for tots to give away. So well, uh, there you go. But, look at that. So, well, Merry Christmas. And thank you for your question, Don. We appreciate well, it very much. Thanks, All right. Let's get so John on the phone. Cause he's our winner from the dinner and the movie. Let me put that down. So I don't miss. Hey, John. Hello. Merry Christmas. Thank you for participating in our show. Well, and... thank you. Thank you. Merry Perfect. Christmas All right. You. Got you down. Dinner and a movie. So who are you taking to dinner? It's a dinner and a movie. Or are you just going by yourself? I don't know. How about McDonald's? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> McDonald's and the movie. No, no. I don't know. We, <laughs> I'm totally to teasing, thank John. You. No worries on that one. But Merry Christmas and thank you for calling. Well, thank you so much. Okay. All right, and we're getting ready to go ahead. Let's take one more quick question, and let's do line three, Charles, really quick, and then we'll have to take a break. Hey, Charles. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you, sweetie? I've got a quick question for you. Trying to make this short. I currently work here in Clarksville, Tennessee, for a, a soda company. Okay. Let's get our product out of Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. All right, now this was this year that I'm talking about, but we got our product out of Nashville, Tennessee. 
Now, through no fault or decision of our own, myself and two others were chosen to start getting product out of Kentucky. With that came Kentucky state tax, city tax that we were not accustomed to paying usually. Now, all of our stores and where we work are in Tennessee, but because we're getting the stuff out of Hopkinsville, what are the tax implications that, I mean, that I'll be looking at in the future when I file taxes? Well, you will file a non-resident tax return in the state of Kentucky. So at that point, you're going to basically be able to get some of it back. It will depend on your income. It's not a black and white question, unfortunately. I would probably talk to them because all you are is driving, picking up product. You're not delivering or living in Kentucky, correct? That's, I guess, part two of my question. Um, my lease is currently up. I am moving into Kentucky this month. Okay. I will officially be a resident of, well, I am officially a resident of Kentucky this month by my lease. Okay. I'll officially be out of Tennessee come 1 January. You'll still file as a non-resident because it was less than six months, but as of January 2023, you will be a full-time Kentuckian, and therefore all of your income will report, and you'll file a regular Kentucky income tax just as if you lived in any other state with an income tax. Now, all this started back in July, I believe it was, end of July. But you still did not live in the state of Kentucky at that time. Correct. Until December, did you move into the state? So you are physically a non-resident for the year of 2022. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. And then 2023, you will be a resident because you've chose to move there, which makes sense, I guess, for your job. All righty, guys, we got to take a quick break and we're coming back. We're going to, we're going to ask a question. What should the, oh, I know is a question. Here's a tax question. So the person that can call in and you don't have to Lavidius ask and just put them on there, but what was the difference in the child tax credit from 2021 to 2022? What is the difference of the child tax credit from 2021 to 2022 for children between six and 17? All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to those as well as Jay and Rhonda, who have been wonderful to hold through. We'll be right back with the Dr. Electric and Dr. Friday Christmas show. Merry Christmas, baby. You showed it treat me nice. All righty, we are back here live in studio with Joe from Dr. Electric and myself, Dr. Friday. And we have Jay that has been holding for almost 10 minutes and he's got a question for Joe. So Jay, ask away. Hey Jay, you there? Yes, yes, I am here. All right, sweetheart. I called earlier and asked you a yeah, I called in early and got you a question. I didn't get a prize. I was hoping not to. Maybe I could this time. But anyway, yeah, if I can't, yes. I can't. Hey, I remember I have you a... from a few years ago. You, you like you like oh, yeah. the deer meat all the time, don't you? Sir, what? I said I remember I you calling a few every year this time of year. You, you like yeah, you yeah. Like, well, I like listen to. Too. We do. Well, no, that's great. We yeah. love it that you're one of our regular well, okay. listeners, and that's yeah. why we well, do this I, show. I listen to it. I've learned a lot. Thank you. And I think I asked this similar question once before. I have a, some little uh, item, I call it, it's called a dust to dawn unit yes. thing that you put in an old spotlight container. 
is it, have you yeah. used those? Would you recommend them? Like you screw yeah, this uh, in, uh, and then you screw the light in there. <laughs> yes, it's a photo cell. It'll, it'll turn on at yes, dark sir. and shut off yes. at light for you. They yes, work sir. okay. You think they're okay? Well, I haven't tried it yet, but I, someone gave me a couple, and I'm anxious to give it a try. So I just okay. want to know if you thought they were good. Yeah, no problem. As okay. soon as you hear Doctor Friday say call in, just try to call in real fast and just see if you can win something. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, 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 we I, still I, have I, another. Keep listening. We still have about eight more cards to go. Well, I'll tell you. If you, if you okay. have any left over, any left over, just give me. He's getting ready to give away some alcohol here pretty soon. <laughs> some what? <laughs> oh my alcohol goodness! All right. All right. Let's hit Rhonda on line two. Hey, Rhonda, what do you have for us? Rhonda, you got a question for Joe? Yes, I was. I have put in a room a light, and it used to be a light and a fan. And I would like to switch it back to being a light and a fan again, but I might need to set up some kind of appointment to have that done. Yeah, it's easy. Just just call during the week. Any any time, my phone and it comes to me. And we'll set you up. We, we usually do you within a day or two at the most. Be, between Christmas and New Year's, we're going to be slow that week anyways. But it should only take us an hour to put your light and fan back in. Oh, okay. Well, that's not too bad. Hopefully I can afford it. <laughs> and then yeah, I yeah. also have a question for Dr. Friday. Okay. Why? 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 <laughs> it is I my show. I have a complicated life. Exactly. Go ahead, sweetheart. Okay, this is another one of those. I think I need to set up an appointment. <laughs> Better watch what I'm doing. Anyway, yeah, but uh, I'm taking care of three people myself, my mother-in-law and my stepmom. Okay. My mother-in-law, she only gives a VA and Social Security, so I don't think she pays taxes. That, that's correct. She would not file tax returns under those two circumstances. Okay. And then my mom, I take care of her. She gets pension from my father. She gets uh, pension from her old work. She gets Social Security, and I think that's it. Anyway, she, she has a rather complicated, you know. Right. She so would I, probably I have to file taxes. Yes, yeah, I've been doing it, but yeah. I don't really like the people I'm filing with. I'm thinking about switching over to you. <laughs> It's all right. Well, give okay. me a call if you need help myself, with it. Yeah, uh, for myself, I'm. I did a lot of construction work last year because I was trying to fix my house up so mm -hmm. I could take care of my mother-in-law. She's in hospital now, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I didn't know if any of that would be tax deductible or or what. Some of it could fall under medical, therefore, like if you put a ramp or you did something like that, but most of it's going to be an improvement on your property, therefore, it's not really going to be a, I'm, I'm guessing, most of it was an improvement, yeah. therefore, it's not going to be something that's a tax deduction, because when you sell the house, you would recoup the investment. Oh, okay. Well, it's interesting. I did put in a ramp, so I might yeah. hold on to that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so I need to call you back during the week to set up. That would be perfect. Yep. Eight to five, Monday through Friday. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. All right. So we still have a question out there. 
Anyone that knows the answer, you get a gift card, $50 Lowe's card. If you know the difference between 2021 <laughs> child tax credit and what the 2022 child tax credit for children six up to six through 17. So again, I know that might be a little complicated, Joe. I think I may have blown, blown the minds of our listeners because we it's don't have one those. year. <laughs> it's one year. It's a lot that happened in that one year. <laughs> Just say it. Oh, I apparently. thought that was different. I thought I thought that was no, the answer. It's not the one difference. year. No, it's not one. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you for proving that the question is obviously not as simple as I thought it was going to be. All right, let's get another question for Joe. Line one, Joshua. Go ahead for it, Joshua. Let's see if you can stump Joe. Well, I hope I can stump Joe. <laughs> So my question is, I have an old ITE EQ load center panel, and I'm trying to work on one of my plugs, and I've got the circuit, I've got the breaker turned off, but it still, with my tester, shows that there's power going to it, and I don't really want to work on it if it shows power. Are you sure you have the right breaker turned off? <laughs> yes, sir. I, I have I have a lamp plugged into it just so I'd be able to test it. And when I shut that breaker off, it shuts the lamp off. But then when I go put my little beeper up to the socket, I mean the plug outlet, it it beeps and shows that there's power. Okay, so you're using a little hot stick. You're saying that little little light up little stick there. Right. You just get next to it. You're getting a back yes. feed in. It, it, what it is is the back feed will fake that tester out, and it means. There's something else on that circuit. Like that one neutral probably has another circuit tied to it. So what I tell you to do is shut, pull your main. Just shut your main off for a minute, and that, that light should go out because you won't have no power. But it sounds like you're just getting a back feed because if you shut, if you got the lamp on and you shut the breaker off and the lamp goes out, the only thing that you're getting power now is the back feed. So just shut the shut your main off, and you ain't got to worry about it. Then you can troubleshoot it. So, wait, but wait, if he shuts see, the main off, see. how can he see what he's doing? Because you've just turned off all the power to the house. Because, it's like, in the United States, they have flashlights like they didn't have in Australia. <laughs> but my, I, I have a piggyback off that if it's okay. Uh, you have a, a what? Piggyback. Uh, a piggyback. A piggyback question. Oh. So, oh, I, I, yeah, that's not 100%. I don't 100% know how to shut the main off on this panel because it just looks like you, like a big handle that you would just. You yeah, would okay. You have a, it's a pull out fuse, meaning like you, you grab that handle and you just pull it out and that whole piece will pull out in the middle. It's just like, a, it's, it's not dangerous. I mean, and you don't have to shut the main off. Just shut all the breakers off then. Leave, leave the main in okay. and just shut all your breakers off. But it's okay. a pull out main. So that, that big handle is your main. Like if you ever, if you ever lose power, say a storm or something, your fuse is behind that big pull-out piece, so you'll you'll have to replace one of those if you ever lose power. But you can just leave the main in, just shut all the breakers off. I'm just trying to get you where you don't see that little light and you feel safe doing that thing. But it's right. just and, back. and that's my biggest thing is just the feeling safe. I, I can I can cut wires and plug wires. Yeah. So the the real reason I'm doing all this is I have an entire wall of outlets out, but I have it says that I have power going to them. And the one I was telling you I have the lamp plugged into is the last one working. But all the ones after it don't work. Yeah, you, you your white wire is off somewhere. You lost the neutral is what it is, and, and you're getting a back feed, meaning the hot's good, but the neutral or ground for your sake is loose somewhere off, and that's why you're seeing it. It needs a place to go, and that's why your testers are that. It's a common problem we see even in other homes. So it just takes a little bit. Believe it or not, it's the worst problem to fix. So it's a, okay. it's like simple to find, 
but hard to trace it down because you got to do a lot of stuff to trace it. But for you, what I would tell you to do, just shut all your breakers off and then, you know. Look in the dark and fix it. Yeah, you, use your flashlight. <laughs> so, use a flashlight. But, um, yes, we do have those. <laughs> they use do a have flashlight candles. and find the white wire. Yeah, they do have I, candles now. but, <laughs> but All right. Uh, if well, not, we got to like take said, a break. Easy to all come right. and troubleshoot that if you can't do it. All right. Yeah, okay. give Joe a call if you can't fix it, Joshua, because he's he's done this a million times. Seriously. All right, we've got to hit the Gail is a winner. Let's hit line two and hear what the answer is. Gail, what is the answer to my question when I say what was the child tax credit in 21 and what was the child tax credit in 22 or the difference? Whichever way you want to answer that. For those children over six, it was 3000 in 21, and we went back to 2000 in 22. See, someone else that understands tax law. And that's an important one for people to know, because when you're calculating and estimating your taxes, you just lost $1,000 per child over the age of six. Gail, you are a winner, and you're going to get a $50 Olive Garden Longhorn Steakhouse. What a smart uh, woman. Sounds good. You got it, girl. Thank you for calling and answering that question. When we come back, guys, we're going to go ahead and we'll take another $100 Walmart. This is from Dr. Electric. He spends more money than me. $100 Walmart card just for caller one. When we get back from the next break, we're going to take a quick break on the Dr. Friday show. And Jason, if you hold through, we'll get you on the next call through. This is the Dr. Friday and Dr. Electric Christmas show. We'll be right back. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose All righty, we are back live here in studio for our Christmas special with Dr. Electric and Dr. Friday merging. And let's go ahead and hit our winner and then we'll hit Jason. Uh, winner, winner, pumpkin eater. We got Billy that won a $100 Walmart card. Hey, Billy. How's hey, life? Dr. Friday. Good. Tell, doc, tell Joe it's doc, it's Little Electric up here in Cookville. He'll know who I am. Joe, Little Electric just was a winner. Winner, winner. $50 Walmart. We took half of it back. <laughs> You're okay. such a bad. It's $100. You're the one that brought <laughs> the high it. tickets, buddy. But thank you for I listening. Know. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Merry Christmas. He's retired now. He's retired now. Yeah. All right, let's hit Jason real quick. And while we're talking to Jason, for everyone that's listening, we've got a $50 Lowe's card for caller number whatever Lavidius chooses. Caller number whatever. Lavidius, you give me a winner for the $50 Lowe's card. Jason, thank you for holding. What can we do for you? All right, I've got a good morning. I guess good afternoon, Dr. Friday. Yes, Thanks good for afternoon. taking my call, by the way. Sure. So I've got two questions. The first one is about a vehicle write-off that's used 100% for business purposes. Is this a big I know vehicle? I that there's a – Or is that? this a, just a regular is – is this a large truck or a, a larger 6,000-pound vehicle, or is this a regular vehicle, a sedan, regular car? Yeah, this is like a F-250. Okay. And uh, will weigh over 6,000 pounds. And my question is, do I, am I able to write off the full expense, the full cost of that in one year? Or do I, is it better to depreciate it? I get a couple different views on, you know, right. some different so opinions. There's, 
There's one, it's called instant gratification. That's a section 179. And you can take 100% of a business vehicle that is over 6,000 pounds. So, you know, depending on your scenario, most of the time we will take the, the section 179 in the first year. And then this is called actual tax where So it means you'll take your petro, your oil changes, any repairs and maintenance every year from that point on against that vehicle. So even though you've taken the cost of the vehicle, the maintenance of the vehicle will still be wrote off every year. Okay. Um, All right. And in, so, in the first year, you'll get both. Okay. All right. So that, that, like if I go out and spend 70,000 on a F-150, I can go, or F-250, I can write off the, I can write all that off my taxes. Yes. As long as it's a hundred percent used for business. That's the key words there. hundred percent used for business. If it is your only vehicle you own, and even though I know a lot of self-employed people say, all I do is work, it's not going to fly. You have to own more than one vehicle. One vehicle has to be used for personal, and then your F-250 would be a business vehicle, and you use it, and it's legitimate. Okay. All right. Now, my second question is, if I have a work van, it's 100% for work. You know, you leave for work at 9, drive it all over town, do your thing, come back, and you're done at 5. As far as your mileage log, what did what does the – IRS want to see with a, a mileage log or is it, can I just so say, okay, well, start mileage. You have to have the starting miles of the day. You have to have where you went, the purpose of that visit, and then your ending miles. That's what they want to see on a mileage log. They want to know when, where, and why, when did you go? Okay. Why did you do it? And you know, the whole purpose. Now, if you're, a contractor or, or someone that's easy to explain. I was like, Joe, I mean, you know, he was obviously doing electrical work or he was doing a bid or whatever, you know, would be simple to identify what the reason was. But if he, if he was using actual, he would have to track every start and stop. I would suggest something like mileage IQ or something. If you have a vehicle okay. that you're using miles on in a business. So that way you actually have a log of every time that business start and stopped. Okay. Because I'll have multiple stops. You know, I may have, sure. you know, 10 stops in a day. So yep. do I have to log each, each stop? Each one. I mean, if you ever get audited, yes. Each stop should be logged. Okay. Good. All right. It's a lot of work. I know. Trust me. That's why you want mileage IQ or something, because it will automatically log in. Then you can just go in there and put business personal, or you can fill in who you saw. Or if you have a route, you might be the same people every Monday I see at this hour, you know, whatever, depending on your situation. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Well, thank you. Now, back to that first question, real quick. What, yes. in your opinion, is the best way to do it? To, to depreciate I do it all 179s. I do it all at one time because likeliness is if you've got a business vehicle, we're probably going to end up doing a recapture in two to three years, depending on how many miles you put on. If we don't, great. And again, I say that in general because I don't know you, and it may be that your income is less than the vehicle, and we put you in a big loss, so you have a loss carry forward that will roll forward to the next year. We may not take a full. We can take a partial Section 179 and then do a five-year depreciation for the rest of it it's not all or nothing it's usually a matter of when we're working on the taxes what's going to keep you in the best we want to maximize 12 percent tax bracket i don't want to ever take my clients below that preferably because you know why not get the lowest tax bracket and pay taxes now versus later right. me zeroing you out the 12 percent 
then you pay 25 next year because you had, you know, because you don't have the write-off. I would definitely say it's, it's not a simple answer. If you're really looking at what's going to maximize your taxes, it'd be better to, to, to go talk to someone like myself or whatever, just to get a feel for what's the best, what's going to put you in the best tax picture. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. No problem. Thanks, mate. All right. Uh Let's go to winner, winner, number five. I think I know who this is, actually. Susan, winner, winner. Hello. Hello. Yes. Thank you. Are you my Susan? Are you my Susan? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I know that name, so I'm like, it may be mine, but, you know, then again, there could be more than one of you in the world, and then I'm like, I don't want to act like it isn't. All right. Well, thank you for listening. A, Merry Christmas, and you are a winner of a $50 Lowe's card. That's great. Merry Christmas to you. I can use that. And we're redoing some of our bathrooms. So that will help. There you go. Always great for home improvements. You have to love Joe. He thinks of those things. I think more of food. He thinks more of the practical stuff. So he uh, he definitely came up with that one. But again, thanks for listening and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Joe, what are you doing for Christmas this year, Joe? I'm not sure. Laura's in Florida for the last 10 days. I'm just coming back from a hunting trip, so I'm sure we're going to sit home. And don't forget, you still got the other half of the deer to give away, too. Okay. I, I had it down, but I, then I wasn't sure if I misunderstood, so I didn't want to give away more deer than yeah. you actually had. So we'll do that. One so when we come back, have. go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you were going to say something? Yeah, I said one deer has two halves. <laughs> well, I don't. I know that makes sense to you, but for some of us, you know, we go to a meat market, we pick out a rump roast or we pick out, you know, steak or whatever. We don't think about half of an animal and another half of the animal. It's just not something that's natural. All right. We're going to go to our third break and we'll be coming back in the last part of the show. So while we go through this break, Lavidius, you can find us a winner of another half of a deer. So callers, listen up. If you want some deer meat. Now's the time to call. Right, Joe? Yep. Okay. We're going to get, it's a half a deer. I guess mine will be the right side because I think you already gave away the left side. I'm totally joking, people. I don't even know if that even cuts up that way. So, Your so we'll side has the call. tire marks on it. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back with the Dr. Friday and the Dr. Electric Christmas show. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you better. All righty, we are back, and we are going to be shooting out the rewards because this is it. We have like, I don't know, eight minutes or less to really do it. So first, let's get Sue on and thank her for winning the half of the deer. Sue, thank you for calling, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. No problem. Joe's going to get with you, and you guys will meet up, and he'll make sure you have enough freezer space for all that free deer meat. I may have to buy another one. <laughs> That's all right. Joe will probably <laughs> like that. He'll keep it stocked up. Maybe next year you can win again. Who knows? But thank you so okay. much. And Merry Christmas. Thank you. All Merry right. Christmas to everybody. Thank you. Okay. Next caller is going to get a $50 Olive Garden. The next caller is going to get a $50 Olive Garden. The following follower, caller is going to have to answer a question when I say the wallet-friendly guy, they have to tell me who I'm talking about. They're going to get a $50 Kohl's card. $50 for who is the wallet-friendly guy. 
All right, Lavidius, I'll leave those to you. Get those up and going. So, Joe, you know what I'm doing for Christmas? What? Africa. Africa. All right. You should have called me before you made that trip, my buddy. I was like 80,000 acres there. Could have put you in there. Cool. That would have been something different. But, you know, at the time, I, we're, we're going to be in more than one place. Does he do the safari things? Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody? Yep. I figured he probably did. Probably did. You always travel on Christmas. I do. Well, you know, it's it's always easier. I like to grab the grandkids because if you have kids, well, you know, you have kids, but when they're in school, the only time you really can grab those, and I don't have grandchildren, my, my sister does, is that you, you have to do it during the holidays. And so Christmas is one of the longest holiday breaks you get besides summertime. So that's why I travel. I just like to grab them, take them from their parents and enjoy myself. You know, I was going to give away a hover. I was going to give away a hovercraft ride, but I really don't know how to drive it too well yet, so I decided not to. <laughs> I was going to ask you, not on the radio, but I was like, okay, tell me when it's up and running because I have to come. I will have to try it. I will be down there. It, I just have to know when you have it, it up and It's running. sitting on my trailer waiting for me to start and go. Okay. All right. Well, let's figure it out. All right. So I know, Levitis, you're just clicking away there, but let's go ahead. Is it Jimmy Moore or Jim Moore? I'm not too sure which. Is it Jimmy or Jim? Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, you are the winner of an Olive Garden. Jimmy. All right. I hope hope this helps you make your Christmas a little bit more enjoyable. Nothing else? Maybe take someone out to dinner. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Merry Christmas from both Dr. Electric and Dr. Friday. Well, thank you. That's wonderful. I appreciate you. No problem. Let's go to caller number five. And when caller number five comes on, go ahead and grab us another winner for a $30 mixed card. And I'll explain what that is when they get on a $30 mixed card. Let's go to Milton. I know this boy. Yes, you do, Dr. Friday. How are you? Good. And how's your beautiful wife? Oh, she's doing well. She's out shopping now, so I'm scared to death. (laughs) All right, Milton. (laughs) And I say to you, who is the wallet-friendly guy? What would your answer be? It's the one and only Dr. Electric. I knew you would know that answer. <laughs> I figured I'd come up with something that wasn't too scary. Milton, you have now a $50 Kohl's card that you now can give to your beautiful wife to go spend. Okay, great. Maybe that'll put a dent in my wallet. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> there you go, my friend. Merry Christmas and hope to see you next year. Thank you. and Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. You got it. All right. Okay. So I'll hold on. Got... Thank you. Hold on. Don't lose. Make sure Lavidius gets you guys' information because I'm throwing a lot at this boy as we go. So we're going to do another $50 Olive Garden. And hey, Joe, if I were to ask a question that says something like, do you have to change your fuse box no matter the age of your house? Does that make sense? No, you don't I mean, have like, to. If you've got a 1980s house and you got an old fuse box by law do you have to change that fuse box don't answer the question is that question that has a yes or no answer though right yeah yeah i mean don't answer i just did yeah you don't have to change it (laughs) (laughs) i can't ask the question and give a free gift card away if you're answering well you didn't say i know i was trying to get i was trying to get the question out there before i could ask it because i didn't want to ask it wrong oh you know what i'm gonna ask is your sister is your sister there taking notes with you no she isn't unfortunately i'm winging this all by myself all right i have a question next caller 
same card, the $50 Olive Garden card. The next card, I think I have one left. I don't think I've given this one away. Levidius, let me know if I have. If it's not that one, I have a $50 dinner movie. But anyways, here's the question. We asked it before. If you were to open up a wire, it's the, you know, like the white wires or the yellow wires that's in your house and it's a you know, regular wire. I don't know if there's a gauge. The Romex. Anyways. The Romex. What? 12. If you open up 12. the Romex is what you're trying to say. Rollback. Okay. What color are two of the colors of the wires inside? Okay. And the next color that can answer that question. I know I'm making this more challenging for good old Lavidius, but he's up to it. So I'm looking for two colors that are inside that wire. And I think that's an easy question, but then again, maybe I've, I've answered or, uh, and we already gave the answer if you were listening earlier in the show. So that should be even easier. So we've got a winner for the mixed card. So if you want to click Stephanie on, cool. Look at you multitasking. Hey, Stephanie, winner, winner. Hey, all right. All right. This is a mixed card. So you can go to Carnival's Ice Cream, Moe's, Auntie Anne's, or Cinnabon for $30. Awesome. So you got all kinds of different places to go as if we need more of that during the holidays. But I will tell you, I do love the ice cream and the Cinnabon. I'm not a big Auntie Anne's, but nothing against the brand. Just not a pretzel person. So there you go. But you'll get that. Stay on the line. So Lavidius, or if you make sure he gets your information. And Merry right. Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Okay. Let's see where we're at, Joe. I think I'm getting close to the final end of the now i've still got two more things to give away i think but so you were up hunting so did you just kill this deer that we're going to be giving away or are you not deer hunting yes, that's, no i was deer hunting. actually I, i'm bringing it to the processor now <laughs> so you could it's ask for pressure than that can you <laughs> that's perfect i didn't know what season was when when the deer hunter all right so we have nathan nathan I think you were the one I had the question for, right? I guess so. They, I, okay. So the question was, what color wires are inside like a 12-gauge wire you run in your house? Black and white. There you go. Winner, winner. See, I thought that was a fairly simple one, but the last person said red and green. I think he had Christmas on his mind. Yeah, so. probably so. Ah, <laughs> oh, perfect, Nathan. That is the answer we wanted to hear. That was perfect. So stay on the line. And I think we are, yes, you are going back and forth and crazy. All right. We're just going to have one more giveaway. That's it. Just one more. All we have left on my list, at least. And if I'm wrong, well, it's all you're going to have. I have a $50 Olive Garden Longhorn. Just pick a winner. We only have about a minute and a half or so. So Feel free to throw that last one on. And then Joe and I have had, I don't know, you think this is about 13, 14 years, Joe? Yep. It's a shame, too, that guy just lost another $1,000. Because remember that golden prize was white. It's black, white, and bare, the ground. He left it out. I did he not. I only asked for two colors. I only asked for two colors. I did. Reason I did that you was that I wasn't what sure. Color, you, you said what colors are the wires? No, I said two of the colors. I simply said that because I didn't know what color you would consider the last one myself. And I didn't know. Copper. I was going to call it copper or something, but I didn't know. All right. You're, I thought you're okay, we have a Coles card. Coles. We have a Coles card. I thought we gave Coles to Milton. You did. To answer you, the did. you did. Your friend, your friend yeah. won that. The one who knew you. Yeah. Melton yeah, won that one. The wallet friendly question he won. That's right. 
So all we had left was Bob would be the $50 and don't worry about that last mixed card. So that should be the last one. And we are down to the last 30 seconds or so. So Joe, why don't you tell them how they can contact you? What's your phone number? 615-504-0825 after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you can reach Dr. Friday by going to drfriday.com or you can email Friday at drfriday.com. Or you can pick up the phone Monday morning, 615-367-0819. I hope that you guys all seriously have a wonderful Christmas and that you enjoy the holidays and all that it brings and hopefully a wonderful New Year's. And as we always say, at least in Australia, I'm not too sure what the Southern slang to this would be, but call you later. 